Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're in the attic. We're wearing promotional Tutankhamun uh, head masks. Yeah. And we're spooking out the place. How the devil are you, Luke Moe? You all right? Pretty good. Not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. Can't yeah. complain. Well, you could have a go. Oh, uh, yeah. I usually do complain a lot. Mm. But um, I think cart complaints become more of a sort of buzzword reply rather than actually... Mustn't grumble. Exactly. Did you see that... Um, uh, two things. Uh, did you see um, uh, somebody tweeted out... Um, <laughs> How many calories were in a gram of uranium? Oh, that's wicked. How many? 20 is it? billion. Fucking hell. <laughs> that's fucking unbelievable. Delicious. But your body would better break it down anyway. I, th- I think you'd be in bigger, I think you'd have, I think you'd have bigger troubles than, uh, you know, your calorie in- calorific intake. Agreed. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of... Um, <laughs> eating, your, eating raw uranium. Speaking of... Um, speaking of eating raw uranium, there'll be another show on Monday. <laughs> you reminded me of one of the best ever... Um, the best bits of trivia right. I've I've heard about in such a long time, mm. right? So this is a tenuous link, but work with me here. Uh, this is a Luke and Pete show, by the way. Happy Thursday! Um, mm. I should probably do a little intro uh, for those Fuck new em. for those new listeners that have come along. I hope um, the uh, wind has stopped <laughs> wherever okay. you are. Yeah, it has been very windy. Been very um, windy. Anyway, great bit of trivia. So speaking of uranium, you mem- remember the TV show Chernobyl? Mm, yes, that was directed um, by a man. Uh, I can't remember his name now, who um, who um, won several awards for it. I think he's called Johan Renk. Mm. <clears throat> That's his name. Well, well, back in 1993, the very same man wrote and performed this song. It's a classic. It's an early 90s classic. Oh, yeah. Do you remember it? Yes, I do. Same man. Here we go, under the name Stacker Bo, is the same guy Stackable, here we go. who went on to direct the excellent Chernobyl. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I wonder what he's been doing in the... Well, I know he's been, he's been clearly directing things in the uh, convening years, but um, incredible. I looked into him, he looks like one of those annoying people who can just turn his hand to lots of different stuff. Yeah. Rapping, singing, writing, yeah. directing, producing. Oh, what, was he rapping on that one? He's, he's performing he's it. On <laughs> he's actually performing it as well. It's incredible. That song weirdly has gone down in my estimation. It shouldn't have done. No. It should have gone up. It's like uh, the band Doves. They were, uh, yeah, kind of, they were, they yeah. were an outfit before Doves, but I can't remember what song they did. It was like uh, um, dun, dun, Doves. Do you know how that person um, worked out the calorie content of um, a gram of uranium? By the I way? don't know. 
but it was on the internet, so who am I to doubt that? Presumably the gram is very small as well, because it's obviously quite dense. Mm. So you could easily ingest it, but you wouldn't last very long. No, you wouldn't. I wonder uh, what would happen. If people could tell us what would happen if you ate a gram of uranium, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> Any of you... I, I don't know. I do, what corner of the world, uh, when it comes to people's jobs, would it be to figure that out? There'd be scientists listening to this. We've had yeah, like, we've done, like, proper yeah, doctors and everything listening yeah, to this. Yeah, but like I, I imagine... Just ask Pilot Neil. He has a lot <laughs> he's of questions. Clever yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a clever bloke. Yeah. Sub sub. Those were sub sub. Yeah, they were, yeah. Were Isn't that incredible? But you know, I'm fairly certain that um, they, they did that song, Ain't No Love and There Ain't No mm. News, before they became Doves. But I think they yeah. became Doves because their studio burnt down. Is that right? Oh, that rings a bell. And yeah. they lost all their shit. Yeah. So that's to start again. And EMF threw all a load of money anyway. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, KLF. For KLF. Fuck's sake. Who cares? <laughs> Not you, obviously. The 90s were shit. 80s. We didn't speak. No, it was the 90s. Mm. We, we didn't speak much about Tyson Fury on Monday. We ran out of time. No, we did a little. Um, so, Big Man. Big Man did some big punching um, to another big man. Yeah. I, d- I, d- I don't know boxing. No. I, d- I won't even pretend. One thing I find I interesting. Will point a man, I will point out that the man who does know boxing thought that a little. Um, that lion was a thing that was very, very hot instead of very, very cold. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But you, if you said that on the podcast. The best compliment you've ever paid me is saying that I, I know boxing because that's not, that's not true. Um, I'm an enthusiast. That's right. it. Um, but one thing that's interesting about Tyson Fury is, is, is this, this way he's resurrected himself as some kind of almost national hero now. Mm. When um, And I understand why because he's obviously done amazing. I mean, he has done amazing things in his chosen field and that, that can never... I mean, he's arguably one of the greatest boxers ever for what he's done and so that's clearly part of it but also because of this mental health journey he's had where he put on 10 stone obviously then famously met that guy on LinkedIn lost a 10 stone and then, <laughs> and then um, no but anyway he's done what he's done he's spoken out on mental health and I understand that can be very powerful because he's a big tall strong physical guy who says look, and people will look at him and say if that can happen to him mm. it can happen to me but and there is a big but here and the reason I'm bringing it up is because I've not seen it addressed. He said some very problematic things. About, about homosexuals. Not just that. About mm. all sorts of different yeah. groups of people, mm. which he has further later apologised for, which I understand. Right. But I wonder if people have genuinely given him a second chance and processed that apology and said, OK, look, fine, he was in a dark place then, or whether they've just forgotten it. I think uh, they, um, they, the things he said about uh, homosexuality were, was terrible, uh, but I think he is part of a world that is regarded as being a bit scummy Mm. so nobody expects much from him Mm. And nobody expects um, fighters to. I mean, like, look at Manny Pacquiao's thoughts on the, on, on the matter. Yeah, uh, being a politician, he loves a sing song as well. By the way, he loves a sing song as well. Yeah. Um, so I think people, um, you know, the Guardianistas, mm. uh, just ignore him because he's a because he's a boxer, and therefore it's not something they kind of run into. Um, so they don't feel a need to uh, write um, op eds about it. How do you feel about um, <clears throat> this idea of this redemption in the public eye, though? Because if you're a true liberal, you you think that people make mistakes, but they think they should be given extra chances and they should be able to process those mistakes, apologise for them, and grow from them, presumably. Mm. But then there, do- there doesn't seem to be an appetite to let certain people, certain types of people, do that. No, because I think sometimes they you can smell a PR line right, a yeah. mile. Off. People are cynical about it. Yeah, well, I, I would be because you're like, oh no, there's a great. Um, Who's the late night guy who ruffled Donald Trump's hair? He's one of the late night um, TV um, guys in America. Oh yeah, um, he used to matter. be on SNL. He used to he used Kimmel, to, uh, Kimmel, not Kimmel, the other one. But um, uh, he used to cops all the time on, on when he used to do uh, SNL. Anyway, he was on with um, the uh, RuPaul, the RuPaul, yeah, and uh, <laughs> he went. 
there was a beautiful moment where he was uh, he had like a, a, a DVD or whatever. What the hell, Colbert? Was Hawken. No, it wasn't Colbert. No, it was it was one of the two. Jimmies. O'Brien. It's one of the two Jimmies. Okay. There's two Jimmy's, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, one of them. He, whichever one was on SNL, the, okay. he's the crappy one. Okay, um, <laughs> he's the one who doesn't do video games. Okay, or does video games? Can't remember. Anyway, um, he uh, he was uh, with RuPaul, and uh, he said it's a beautiful moment. He went, uh, ah, so the last time I uh, kind of talks a bit like this. Uh, the last time I uh, I went out with a uh, a drag queen, and and RuPaul's went drag queen. Oh really? And his face. His face just drops. His stomach is in his mouth. His soul is through the floor. It is hilarious because he thinks he's about to get fucking cancelled because he said the wrong thing. Yeah. She goes, I am the queen of drag. Oh, really? So she's just subverted so- the, the word. And, and so she was fine with it. But he thought he was going to get cancelled and somebody's like isolated the shot of him going, oh, oh, oh <laughs> God, oh God. Like Ralph Wigger with the fu- Simpsons. I've said the wrong thing. Oh dear. Oh, it was fantastic. Do you live in fear of that every day? Oh yeah, I'm spicy, mate. I am spicy, spicy. It's a spicy meatball. I'm a spicy meatball. Anyway, well, congratulations to Tyson Fury because he's, he's, <laughs> he's done an amazing, amazing thing uh, and I hope he's learnt from his mistakes, yes. shall we say, as we all should be given the room to do, uh, in my opinion. Um, something that's interesting Hey, he's just well. it with scripture. That's true. That's Mate, also a problem. It's what, it's what you're allowed to do, isn't it? So, if, you, so, if you're mad on the big guy upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. What, the Prime Minister? You'll like this. So remember the we man talk- upstairs has played very loud music in my building yesterday, and that, that rarely happens. And it would, rarely happens. In, in You wouldn't think God would need to do that, because he can hear everything. He can hear everything. He's omnipotent. He can hear anything. <laughs> he got his he got his pioneer 90s uh, sound system out, blasted out a bit, ain't no use. Sorry, God, if you're everywhere, can you go somewhere else where the music's la- quiet? <laughs> <laughs> Just get closer to the speaker. Yeah. <laughs> You're God, you're omnipotent. omnipotent. So you know, a while back, this is a change of trains, but it's, okay. I think it's a fascinating one. Uh, a while back, we talked about Florida Man. And we yes, learned about yeah. how all the funny stories coming out of the US are about Florida Man. And then we further learned the reason for that is because the state laws in Florida mean there isn't as mm. much secrecy around felonies and mm. crimes. And so you get a lot more information about the crimes committed in Florida, hence it's funnier. It's not that people are generally more idiotic in Florida. It's just a, a way the state law works. Well... My beautiful wife said to me yesterday, have you... She doesn't listen to Luke and Peter. She said to me, have you ever done... Why do you call it beautiful then? The go- <laughs> You're not winning any points there. It's true. Um, maybe I just genuinely think it, Pete. The, mm. the, the, the Google uh, trick or little game where you type in Florida man... Yeah. And you type in literally Florida man and then your birthday. Yeah. And any date, you get something amazing. Oh, I think I did this. So I'm going to type in Florida man September 20th, which is my birthday. First return... Neighbours complain about Florida man doing yard work naked. <laughs> Look! It's a, it's, a, it's a nice climate. What's yours? April the 4th? Uh, 30th of April. April the 30th. I'll do yeah. it now. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Florida man kicking swans in the head to practice karate <laughs> arrested for cruelty to animals. Look. Look, if the swans can break your arm... I think uh, you're allowed to give them a, that could a, be a, booting, you. a booting. That could be you. <laughs> I'm going to do another date. I'll do August the 7th. Florida man said he smoked THC because Jesus was returning. 
Look. It's amazing. It works on every day. And you know Jesus would love a bit, so get, get rid of your stash. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com to Florida Man Your Birthday and send it to us and we will read mm. the funniest headlines out on Monday's show. And don't forget to stick around for later on's homework as well. my dad's birthday. Go on, what is it? Um, <laughs> nearly nude um, uh, Florida Man rides a bike backwards on Miami Interstate. <laughs> cool. They're always doing it. Oh, it was, it was cy- cycling. Wow. Cool. Um, Pete, I've, I've started watching, since I last saw you, I started watching and finished a Netflix TV uh, series called The Stranger. Uh, which one's that one then? No, which one's that one then? Eh? It's got Thorin Oakenshield from The Hobbit in it. <laughs> and it's got Dervla Kerwin in it. Right. It's got the excellent, and I do mean excellent, Paul Kay in it. Yes, okay. Um, A.K.A. Dennis Penis, A.K.A. Thoros of Mir from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, it is about a woman who turns up in a lovely town uh, and starts causing havoc by telling um, everyone secrets. Oh, she's got beautiful eyes. Who is it? I don't know who the actor is who plays a stranger. I'm not sure. Um, I've not seen her in anything else. And um, things go awry, shall we say. But it's very interesting. It's got a lot of different storylines which weave around and actually come together at some point. Sounds a bit like Um, Postman Pat. (laughs) It's it's very much like Postman Pat, actually. Mm. Um, But imagine if Postman Pat had secretly been doing lots of stuff he shouldn't have been doing. uh, (laughs) Then someone disappeared. Uh, dead bodies turned up. Uh oh! And um, it was like, it's a bit like Postman Pat's Windy Day, mm. but with more dead bodies. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I used to watch that all the time on VHS. Apparently, it's a bit... I would recommend it. It's a great show. I think it's eight episodes. Yeah, very easy to watch. Very beautifully shot, as all these um, shows are now, aren't they? Because presumably because it's so easy to make beautiful um, uh, get looking a bit, shows. Get a bit of grading on there. Yeah, and also to do with drones. To me, in my mind, it's to do with drones. Is it yeah. to do with drones? A lot of drone, dr- a lot of drone action. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went out, flew a drone on a very windy day in Japan a few weeks ago, and it was uh, very different. The, the drone technology now could deal with such strong winds; it's incredible. Go in, on, tell us more. Because gale force time... winds, right? And this drone is just, you know, smooth as you like. The gyroscopes are. Mwah, is it expensive? Um, five hundred quid. This drone. It wasn't. It wasn't my drone, but I know it was five hundred quid. It was good. You put I... your dad one. It broke, didn't it? No, I borrowed Danny Wallace's and um, he broke it. But oh, that's right, it. yeah. Okay. But we fixed it. It's the, fine. My only experience of using a drone is my friend Ian Ramsdale. If you're listening, Ian, hello to you. Bloody lovely chap. He bought, took a drone with us to a weekend away, had two batteries for it. Um, by the time he got one off the ground, the first battery <laughs> ran out and the second battery, he threw it, in, flew it into a hedge mm. and that was really that. Not ideal, but it no. does look rather uh, spectacular. Yeah, mm. I mean it's only. It's, I mean, presumably you like to look back at the footage afterwards and everything, and it looks amazing. Mm. Anyway, smooth. What, that's our review of the Stranger on Netflix, um, and, and also drawn technology. W- watch it; it's very, very good. Mm. Um, I enjoyed it a great deal, and I imagine you will too. All right, Pete, let's have a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do some more emails, and you're going to bloody well pull your weight this time. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You A classic. Uh, a classic. Got an email from Peyton Berry. Yo, PB. If you want to get in touch with the show, by the way, it's uh, hello at lukeandpeatshow.com and I will log into it on my phone because there's going to be some problems there. Uh, howdy, chaps. I've recently caught up at the pod following a holidays and just clog of Luke and Pete ramblings. I've phased through six weeks of episodes in the previous three weeks. I was excited to finally have an anecdote to share regarding Luke's comment that the light is more distracting than the sound regarding cell phones in uh, movie theatres. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. It is. Uh, you now see uh, the advert before uh, the movie starts or the film starts that where it sort of says, listen, you, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. In uh, early 2018, some friends and I went to see Black Panther in a packed cinema. A group of maybe five teenagers entered and sat in the seats next to us as the trailers began and seemed more interested in sending text messages throughout. Bad behaviour. Um... This would have been a problem enough were it not for the fact that a particular youth had created a custom message notification that consisted of the camera's flash going off roughly three times. That's mental. In a cinema, <laughs> that is mental. I think that's mental anyway. Yeah. Just every time you get a new message, boop, boop, boop. It's almost like it's been specifically designed to annoy people in a cinema. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Um, 
being painfully averse to conflict, we waited for an attendant to handle a matter, which didn't come until roughly 45 minutes into the film when the offender finally failed uh, to uh, uh, stuff his phone under his leg in time to cover the flash. He uh, sometimes felt he had room to argue that he didn't uh, deserve to be removed from the theatre, but received his marching orders only a few minutes later. I frankly remember much less about the actual film than I do about this incident. Peyton from Tennessee. Um, I always think with um, people who work in cinemas, I bet they've seen some more horrible stuff. Do you reckon they got the old night vision out? <laughs> well, they do that on uh, to protect IP, don't they? Yeah. If you're in a if you're in a to cinema, stop filming it if stuff. it's like the first week of release, <clears> they have little little weird binoculars and they look at people's. Uh, they start off looking for people filming. They end up looking at people giving out hand jobs. Isn't it rude? If do I people do that? That's why. Well, presumably. Presumably. Yeah. I've seen videos. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but um, I think that is some of the worst behaviour in a cinema I've ever seen. Just I'd, a weird message. To be honest, I'd, I'd quite. I'd frankly rather you were get, given a hand job next to me <laughs> than that happening because I could probably just block it out and watch the movie through the popcorn. <laughs> doing the just popcorn doing it to trick. myself. To myself. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, Peter, stop! <laughs> that is absolutely outrageous. I've paid a lot of money for this. That's the, hot. You know, um, burn it. The cur- <laughs> You know the Kermode and Mayo podcast mm. about movies? They are our, our friend oh, they're Ben. Are still doing that, are they? Our friend <laughs> Ben movie. sometimes does it. Yeah. Um, they have a, a code, don't they? The things that you should and shouldn't do in the cinema. Right, okay. It's like a dictionary, like it's like a proper mm. coded out thing. Yeah, okay. Where, where you have to, they, they, they make out that you have to subscribe to this code of cinema behaviour to be a proper cinephile, <laughs> I guess. So I doze off constantly in, in cinema and uh, yeah. my good lady gets very annoyed about it. I fell asleep in the last Star Wars movie and Mimi got upset. <laughs> yeah. It's just nice and warm and quiet. Yeah. It's nice and warm and dark. Yeah. Comfortable seat. I'm out. Like, uh, light. It's lovely. I love M- it. Mimi's always like, let's go for a walk and then we'll go to the cinema. Yeah. All right, fine. So we'll go for a walk for about two hours. Yeah. And then we'll get in the cinema I'll probably I'll be got, pooped. I'll probably got a hangover. Uh, I'm tired. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Have a little, but I'll have a little snooze. But it's got to the point now that I'm, I know I'm being watched constantly. Yeah, I know <laughs> I'm, I'm going to doze off at any moment. I know what you mean. <laughs> but I think, I, and, and one thing I would say about the Star Wars movies, which is the last one I fell asleep in, is that I do like them and I enjoy watching them. And mm. I quite, I find the stories quite... Um, like engaging, presumably because it just reminds me of being a kid subconsciously somewhere. Yeah. I like the characters and everything and, and the universe they've built, but effectively they're all the same. The, food, yeah. the movies are all the, like the plots are so lazy <laughs> that like, they're like, it's, you don't really need to follow the plot. There was a um, performance that Paramore did in the uh, Camden venue, the Roundhouse uh, in 2013 that for some fucking YouTube hall reason I was watching. Um, and she was dressed in a kind of like stormtrooper, kind of half stormtrooper uniform. Cool. And I thought, this is about as Star Wars as I can be asked with these days. Really? <laughs> a, a young girl singing um, songs, emo songs, mm. dressed as a stormtrooper. And what Can't was it? Was this it. like your Saturday night at one point? Was it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I, I quite like Paramore. Quite good. Yeah, it's got a good voice. Good, good band. Just great times. I don't mind. <laughs> That's their nickname, isn't it? Good times. It's just a band. The new album from Paramore. Good band, great times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind them. I don't mind them. Um, What about this email from (laughs) Joe? Okay, Um, Joe. I've titled this email. Hey, Joe. I've titled this email. What's dad been up to for the millennium? Oh, you're going to like this. Hello. He says, Hello, Luke and Pete. Hope you guys are well. Thought I'd chip in for the most dad thing. I've got Um, the millennium bug, son. In the mid. Syphilis, dad, and you know it. What have you been up to? The opening to this this email is just a perfect sentence for this show. Ready? In the mid 2000s, my dad was passionate to ensure our house was as modern as it could be for the day. 
Oh, nice. So well, he's updated it all for the millennium. He's just decided that we're in the 2000s now. Right. We're updating the house. Cool. What does that mean, Dad? Don't know. Um, this sometimes included redecorating rooms to include accent walls and rescuing widescreen TVs from work instead of taking them to the skip. But, <laughs> both, but mostly it was buying useless gadgets. Nice. This guy is in. I'm in on this guy. At a summer barbecue, my Uncle John was showing off his new cat flap. Is that technology or just a hole in your fucking door? It used a magnet attached to the collar to partially open the flap and it would otherwise stay locked. Cool. A burger's never going to figure that one out. I've got a, you know, I've got a Wi-Fi uh, cat flap, as I told you before. What? It's on your... Um, what, you, have to sink, you have to sink it. the cats up to it. The it sinks the, micro- it. It so the microchip in their neck. Hmm, hang on. Uh, why would you have access to the microchip in their neck? Like, well, why, like, I mean, it's an R, would it be RFID rather than Wi-Fi? Don't know. Because it's yeah, got a power, so, it's got a power source. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, like a chip in your, in, in the, in your cat's neck. How, yeah. what, dev- how are the devices talking to each other? Shall I just tell you how it works? I have no idea. Yeah, the, go on. So basically you take, so you, you put the batteries in the cat flap, uh, right? You take the cat, you carry the cat, yeah. right? In a, normally in a towel, because I always just scratch the shit out of you. <laughs> and you hold them under the, the, um, the cat flap. Why do cat people bother? <laughs> you push a button. Yeah. It syncs up to the cat. To the cat. And then it only lets that cat in. Right. And you can sync up to 32 cats. <laughs> 32 cats? Yeah. yeah. That That's is, one of the selling points that is cat future, flap. That is future-proofing, yeah. isn't it? Why 30 to 30 feet too many? You imagine too the product design right. meeting. Right. How many do you think people would feasibly have? Eight, that's not enough. 50, too Dude, many. Right, so 32. I, so I reckon 32, I mean, it's a nice, uh, I mean, that's clearly, that is clearly um, one bite per, or, you know, one set of bites per, one kilobyte per cat. They it, do really. bite you, that's 30, why you have to wrap them in a towel. 30, so 32 is a very, a digital number, like 30, because yeah. it always comes like, you know, eight, four, Do you reckon eight, King Tutankhamen's tomb had a cat, Wi-Fi cat, <laughs> to let the cat, the mummified cats out? Fascinating. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've told that. you this before. I don't think you have. I, I, I would have demanded to know what about the 32 kilobytes of uh, cat RAM. So yeah, you, so basically, <laughs> cat RAM do. I've got two cats synced up to it. Yeah. So the great thing is sometimes, and this is joyous because a lot of cats in our neighbourhood, mm. you'll be in the kitchen doing something and you'll hear a... Mm. Yeah. You think, oh, what's that? Go down. It's a neighbour's cat trying to get in. Yeah, he can't. can't. He can't. Can he? No, he can't. No. Because he's not synced. He's not synced. And I'm not syncing him either. You think I'm coming down there and syncing you with that button? What You're if wrong. He, what if he's holding like, a, a, like a, um, a portfolio of reasons why he should be synced to your system? I'll hear him out. <laughs> <laughs> could you add out. more memory to it, do you yeah. reckon? Do you to, imagine, to have more cats? Imagine, so, yeah, you probably could. If someone came around... One of your YouTube channels has probably hacked Pro- it. I want to I I I see how much... Um, yeah, presumably probably has. I'm going to find out. If so. um, I'd like to have a conversation with my neighbour. I've thought about this before, where they come around and say, by the way, I'm going away for a few days. Do you mind just syncing your cat up to the cat flap so we can come and get fed at your place? I'd say, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Anyway... Uncle Joe's Uncle John is showing off his new cat flap. Is it RFI? We're going back to the barbecue in the mid-2000s. It used a magnet attached to the collar to partially open the flap and would otherwise stay locked. See, I don't like that. The reason I don't like that is because one of my cats pulls his collar off all the time. You're losing the magnet there. It can also be hacked easily, as you've alluded to, Pete, by Mm. a burglar. This was great for John, though, says Joe, because he actually had a fat dog. (laughs) (laughs) As we... (laughs) As we had a cat, my dad decided to one-up John, that's his own brother presumably, by installing a cat flap with infrared technology, Pete. (laughs) Nice. I feel like I'm opening your eyes to the world of cat flaps here. Um, It had a mechanical lock which only opened when our cat was close, thanks to a dongle on the collar. The the dongle is constantly firing out an infrared beam. You're going to have to charge it every couple of days, Uh, aren't you? The cat got head cancer and died. 
He did not. No, not exactly. like, not like it's basically the same as John's, but much more expensive and required special batteries. It is... Pa- yeah, go on, sorry. The other setback was it made a loud clicking noise every time it locked or unlocked. Mm. Our cat would just... <laughs> Which is sit in front of the flap, making it lock and unlock itself on repeat. It's like standing outside the doors in Iceland, isn't it? It's yeah. Just opening and closing, opening and closing. The offbeat metronome would eventually annoy someone enough to go up and let her out. I love that cat. <laughs> That's a cat hack. I'm not going to come through, cat but hack. I know if I sit here long enough, you're going to come and let me in. Yeah. Needless to say, it was a colossal waste of money. I think my mum must have had a word because that was the last useless gadget he bought for a long time. Mm. Um, it is an RFID tag. Oh, great. The old cat. You've so, not been listening. You've just been looking at that, haven't no, you? No, I've just been looking at that. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, um, it's just like, um, yeah, very interesting. So sometimes when the batteries run out, I have to go and resync them. Used a lot in uh, retail. Oh, yep. the, that batteries in the thing. Well, yeah. why, aren't they, why aren't they using uh, RAM for that? Don't know. Because um, I think if, if it's the same cat flap that I was just looking at there, um, you have to run it through an app. Like a, a an there Android is an app, but I haven't bothered. There's no yeah. point. Um, right. And by the way, I mean the cat flap batteries, not the cat. The cat isn't running batteries; they run on food, which they convert cool. into fuel. Cool. Um, should we do some telemarketing stuff? Because that was your homework, Pete. All right then, baby. Um, are you looking for a jingle for that? Are you? Uh, is there a homework jingle? No, I've got this. The moment you bite into a topic, it's a topic, isn't it? Oh, nice. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you want me to do one? Well, you starred it, so you, you've collected it, so... Well, you, I haven't starred it. reap it. I copy and paste, baby. Oh, okay. Oh, um, the guy who invented copy and paste died last week, didn't he? The guy who invented copy and paste died yeah, last kids, week. Everyone yeah. did that That's joke. Good. Uh, which I thought was fucking disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> they, did the, they, they, did, they did it on the BBC News. And do you know I, th- I, I, I thought that... I thought, get rid of the BBC. <laughs> I am disrespectful. Uh, that's not the only reason to get rid of the BBC. <laughs> I'm pleased you brought it up. I've got a few thoughts. Um, <laughs> you know, I actually invented a better version of copy and paste, but I haven't found right. anyone to implement it yet. <laughs> so, you know you do control and C, yeah. and then control and V to paste. Yeah. Now, that's good. Right. No one's questioning that. Okay. It's good. Yeah. But... Why don't people? Why don't you do Control C one, Control C two, Control C three? Have three copies on the copy board, and then do Control V one to paste, Control V two to paste two to so you can you can collect more than one thing. Oh, so like have like data banks for different. Yeah. Ones. Well, you can have a, an image and text. I think you can do that. You, you'd be really, get, I've tried you, it on all keyboards. It doesn't work. Because you've just thought up the system. I mean, just yeah. just sort of fantasizing about what is possible by thinking up combinations. It's not like a, it's not a, an escape room. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, just like there will be a thing that does macros like that. So yeah, there will be a system that you, you'll be able to add into your system if you want to. I reckon, like an Excel or something. Just in general, I'm, uh, co- 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 the the beauty of copy and paste is that it's not app specific. It's 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 in the in- operating system. What are you more passionate about, tech or the, the, the how little I know about tech? Uh, I think we fit together quite well. Yeah, because I get really excited about it. I learn from you a lot. I th- I, would, it, would it chill you to your very core to know that in my family I'm the tech guy? Uh, yeah, it would be. It would. It would do actually. Yeah, it would people will call me and say, "Look, I can't sort this iPad out. Can you sort it out?" And I'm the best person they think Jesus of to ask. Christ. Yes, yeah, bad. Jesus. Christ. Um, telemarketing. Yes. Um, Pete asked you to do some homework last week, which mm-hmm. was to let us know by emailing hello at lukeandpeteshow dot com about experiences you've had um, with telemarketers. Gareth got in touch and said. Um, Early on in my first job, I got called by a New Yorker asking about my investment portfolio. Oh, I had no idea what he was talking about, and genuinely, stocks. And genuinely thought it might be something to do with my job. 
So I blagged it. I love that. He's new to the job. <laughs> They've not explained it. He thinks it's probably some kind of internal call. So for context, I was sitting in a porter cabin at a Welsh chipboard factory. <laughs> I was non-committal about my stocks and shares, said I had to go, but he was welcome to call back. And he did. He called back weekly. He'd talk about the Manhattan weather as I'd look out of the porter cabin window and see little Terry scratching his bum. He'd talk about the stocks and shares I could buy. I'd hum and whore and say things like, sounds good, but I'm not sure now was the right time. He gave up after a month. In my head, he looked like Gordon Gecko. I realise now he must have been exactly as shit as his job as he as he as I was to keep calling me. That was mm. two thousand three, and I still don't own any stocks or shares. Isn't that kind of like the plot of Wolf of Wall Street? He starts off um, doing penny stocks and stuff like that. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I, I imagine that's right though. Yeah, yeah. He starts off um, doing really small fry kind of telemarketing calls about penny stocks, which I find. Well, fascinating. Mm. Uh, Mark Pattinson! Mark Pattinson, rather. Uh, gents, can I thank you uh, immensely for the moment in the attached image? Uh, and he's attached to image, and uh, I've just heard the Luke and Pete show, a friend says, which one? You and your effing eggs, lol. Which episode? I've got two to catch up on. 199.97, so the next one, Pete's, <laughs> Pete's back on it, finally. Yeah. Rude. That is rude. That is rude. To Jack, who is a far more successful broadcaster than either of us. I don't know what the... Um, did you give it a number last time? We've kind of retired the numbers. So you've like, you've made it impossible for me to do numbers, so I've stopped. I just didn't... <laughs> lazy. You finally... Wa- lazy. Fuck it, fuck off. Lazy. Absolutely I lazy. I try and put any kind of semblance of admin to this show, and you undermine me every time. We could have had a, we could have had a big 200 show, and you've killed it. Uh, gents! <laughs> Um, regarding uh, telemarketing, uh, in my late teens, looking to earn a few quid, I got a job for a high street bank, calling customers, offering credit cards, loans, and premium current accounts. The job was shite, but it was a four-day week, and the pay was okay. Needless to say, I'm not a salesman, but I really didn't like uh, pushing the products. Unfortunately, I sat next to the boss's desk, so I used to hit the mute button on my headset and made out that the customer couldn't hear me on the other end, uh, and so I uh, terminated the call and went to both IT for a non-existent problem. Nice, I like nice, it. Nice, that's good, yeah. Just kept turning it over. Uh, my dad uh, also liked to play your games of stringing along cold callers. Uh, and one time got the common recent accident call. Uh, he hadn't been in an accident, but played along saying it was a bad one, and it's a bad one, uh, and that he's only just back on his foot. Uh, you could tell the caller was a bit confused and questioned <laughs> further because my dad said, well, I thought it was just a little bump and a bit much to have it amputate my leg, but uh, they're the experts. Nice. I had to leave the room because I was laughing so much, but uh, I can only imagine the pound signs rolling in the poor caller's head. Yeah, and I love it, like, giving them a little taste of, like, the, a big... A big payout. A big. I thought you were a friend of the common man. Why are you letting people take the piss out of people just doing an honest day's labour? What do you mean? Calling people up. Think of solidarity with honest days. I used to work at a call centre. That's not an honest day's labour, ringing people up about accidents. Nick Halbert's been in touch. Hope you're both well, he says. Just moved to Vienna and the show is really helping with the homesickness. Lovely. That's a humble brag. I'd love to go to Vienna. It's not that far away, though, is it? You could be home in an hour. As far as telemarketing goes, when me and my ex girlfriend were at at uni in my hometown, uh, Newcastle, we decided to both take a year out. We were planning of getting a pretty easy going job, making money to have a bit of a holiday. She managed to find a job before me in a call centre selling phone and internet services. Services. Okay. She asked the manager if they needed more staff as they fired roughly four people a week. <laughs> Turns out they did. I had my interview with him. He was the most slimy cunt you'd ever imagine. Shit suit, long pointy, Alan Pardew-esque shoes. You know the bloke. Arrogant. Needless to say, I got the job and was asked to start the next day for training. Needless to say, I got the job. You're calling other people arrogant, Nick. <laughs> um, I came in and was given two hours of, vi- of advice and patted on the arse and handed the phone with a list of numbers to call. After three hours of being told to fuck off by people who obviously didn't want to change providers, I mm. felt a bit of a tit. To avoid awkward patter with unwilling members of the public and to make sure I wasn't seen to be slacking off, I would call my mum, dad and brother 
and go through the sales pitch I had been handed on a sheet. Never breaking the fourth wall, I stuck to it as they all played along in case I was being monitored. I can honestly say this is the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> Needless to say, after three days' misery and zero sales, I was let go. Bless their I mum. Still get, Bless the mum and the uh, family for playing along. Bringing them into yeah. it. Still, I still get anxiety, says Nick, thinking about those few days of my life I'll never get back. Keep up the good work. Uh, uh, keep keep up the good work. Luke, unblock me on Instagram, please. It was a compliment, not a diss. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> little, block, little blocker. Yeah. I, you can't mute on Instagram. It's annoying. Um, I mute on Twitter all the time. No, you can mute on Instagram. Can you? Yeah, I've done lots. After we finish this show, you're going to show me your ways. Ooh. Um, um, yeah. Um, set some more homework, Pete, for next time, because we'll run out of oh, time. Oh, crumbs. I forgot to do a new, new stuff. We've got so much to pile through, though. That's what I worry. I've got one. I've got one here. The homework for this weekend and to email in for, for next mm. week's shows. I'm going to start a sentence. You guys are going to finish it with a story as to how it happened to you. And the sentence is this. I thought I was going to die when. Ah. I thought I was going to die when. That's the homework. Mm. I can I, tell you when I thought I was going to die. When did you say you were going to die? Um, I'm just writing this down. Uh, I was walking back from a pub quite late, mm. and um, I was um, obviously walking on the pavement, and about I walked around the corner, about 10, 15 metres in front of me, a car ploughed through the into the pavement through a fence. Exciting. And came to a ground halt. Drunk driver. Mm. If I had been ten seconds earlier, maybe five seconds earlier, I'd have been dead. Was the drunk driver um, okay? Don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> Can't remember. I was drunk. Walked off. I was pissed. <laughs> and crucially, not driving. Yeah, because that's irresponsible. That is irresponsible. Yeah. So, so there's this little flavour for you to get you going. Get the juices for the grace flowing. of God. Go us. Mm. Exactly. Don't yeah. drink and drive, kids. Bad. No, bad. Especially you Americans. I know what you're like. They do it all the time. I know. Naughty. All right then. We'll be back next time. If you want to get into the show, as always, it's hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We'll Leave us a nice review. Tell us, tell all your mates all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, that'll be very much appreciated. We've been we'll doing see this you. show for a while now. We need some props. Feels like long. Mainly listeners. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.